of losing money in the stock market roller coaster? Frustrated with the government taxing you into oblivion? Worried about inflation? How do you prepare for so many financial uncertainties? Welcome to the show that will help you develop your game plan. The Financial Quarterback with Josh Jelinski. Josh is a noted financial advisor and president of the Jelinski Advisory Group. And he's here to answer your questions. Call into the show at 800-321-0710. 800-321-0710. Now let's kick off your financial future. Here's Josh Jelinski. Financial quarterback coming to you live, and we're going to have a special conversation on Medicaid planning with special guest Michael Anthony, and we're also going to talk about some uh, scams that uh, are perpetrating uh, people who are seniors who are uh, trying to care for their loved ones. So. Michael, uh, you've been with us before talking about Medicaid, but for those who have not uh, heard of you or, or your work, uh, tell us a little bit about your background. Josh, first, thanks again for having me on the show. Um, my background comes uh, really more from an elder law perspective. Uh, I, uh, I, I was writing patents and uh, wasn't enjoying it. And I talked uh, to uh, a friend who was in elder law, and he said uh, the two biggest areas where he made the most money were trust-based trust estate plans uh, to help people avoid probate and Medicaid planning. And I, I said, well, I get the trust-based estate planning stuff because my dad died without a will, and his business went into probate and never survived the probate process. But I said, how in the heck? Uh, I think I was a little more colorful. How in the heck did you make any money helping poor people get health insurance? And he corrected me uh, and let me know that there really is two sides of Medicaid. There's the health insurance side that we would call general Medicaid. And then there was a long-term care side, which is not a poverty program. It is a financial backstop uh, for average Americans who are uninsured uh, and can't get long-term care insurance for a variety of reasons. And so uh, I learned then uh, that there were ways to help people protect assets uh, and help people maximize the rules, which are very complicated, uh, under the long-term care Medicaid system. And that kind of started a very long career uh, of helping folks first at the retail level and then eventually going on to writing the largest textbook on the subject of Medicaid planning. I do a lot of national lecturing on the subject. And we also helped uh, put together the certified Medicaid planner designation uh, in order to uh, basically put an umbrella 
organization around Medicaid planners from all sorts of different walks, whether that be law, like where I came from, or financial services, like where a lot of uh, Medicaid planners uh, are, and and really set some standards nationally uh, and help people understand how to find uh, Medicaid planners that know what they're doing because of the complexity of the uh, material. And so now I just spend a lot of time talking about the subject uh, like this, lecturing on it. I teach continuing legal education classes around the country for attorneys and continuing ed classes for insurance uh, advisors and uh, do a lot of practice mentoring with younger attorneys who want to come into uh, Medicaid planning but need somebody to uh, help uh, you know, dot their I's and cross their T's for them to make sure they get it right until they get their sea legs. Um, so that's that's my uh, that's what I, I I call fun, and uh, I enjoy uh, I enjoy this work because it helps so many people. Um, it really, I always break it down to the basics when we are dealing with Medicaid planning. It, it really comes down to the fact that. You know, you've got grandma and grandpa and grandpa strokes out and goes into the nursing home and grandma's sitting at home scared to death that she's going to go broke. And a good Medicaid planner will always help fix that situation, get things straightened out and protect grandma from impoverishment. Um, and and that's really what it's all about. It's about helping people. And uh, uh, I enjoy that a lot. No, yeah, Wonderful. So we're with Michael Anthony of the um, Medicaid planning program. He, he also wrote the book on Medicaid planning, largest uh, med- Medicaid planning guidebook ever written now in its fourth edition. And for those of you who schedule and keep your no obligation review, we'll try to get you that book. So uh, what is the Medicaid spend down, Michael? I mean, uh, I know what it is, but many people, um, still don't know what it is, and it's important to uh, first start with that. Yeah, the Medicaid spend-down is the, kind of this weird way that long-term care Medicaid works. So it used to be that you could just give away all your assets and qualify. And then in 1988, Congress passed a law that said, no, we're going to penalize you if you give away your assets therefore putting you in a situation that if somebody goes into a nursing home, uh, they are basically left with having to spend their assets down to a preset limit in order to qualify uh, for Medicaid. Now, that preset limit is a little different from state to state, right? So in New York, it's going to be a little over 15000 In most states, though, that preset limit is going to be $2,000 for a single individual who goes into a nursing home. So that would essentially wipe out pretty much every asset that they have, except for a handful of what we would call protected or exempt assets. And then on top of that, you have what's called a state recovery. So if if the state lets you keep an asset and still qualify for long-term care Medicaid, they have this clawback provision that says if you still have anything left over at your death, they're going to come back and take it, like a house or, or a car or what have you, some of the protected items. And that, of course, varies from state to state. Uh, I know in, in just within your listening area, uh, New York has uh, basically turned their state recovery into a very milk toast, very um, 
low-impact estate recovery program, but if you go across the Hudson to New Jersey, um, they'll they'll suck you dry for every last cent after you're dead, uh, and they go after everything. So they're very aggressive, and that's a different thing. It goes state by state. I actually wrote a 50-state a guide on estate recovery as well just because it's so different from state to state. Um, and then you add into the Medicaid spend down another layer of complexity. And if it wasn't bad enough that you have to figure out which assets have to be spent and which don't, then you get into what we call the spousal impoverishment rules. And so the spousal impoverishment rules uh, basically say that you don't want to bleed in a, a couple dry if one spouse goes into the nursing home. And so there's something called the community spouse resource allowance. And that is the community spouse is ostensibly the healthy spouse, the spouse that is uh, back at home um, while you have a spouse in the nursing home at the same time. And so they have put in some protective uh, limits there. And the protective limits basically say that they have to spend down to fairly universally 100 and, uh, we're, we're, we're about 128,000 now in the protected amount. Um, every state accepts that uh, limit except um, South Carolina, which for some reason has a much smaller protected amount. And then if you want to get even more complicated, some states will use that as a bright line limit. And then some states will create a formula that says that you can only keep one half of your assets up to the 128,000. And uh, depending on which state you're in, depends on uh, which uh, formula you have to use, either the bright line formula or the one half deduction formula. So the, the, needless to say, what, what should be a very simple thing in terms of figuring out how to spend down assets on your nursing home bills is actually quite complicated just to begin with to figure out how much you need to spend, uh, which is why a lot of people turn to Medicaid planners uh, sometimes just to figure out where their bright line limit is. Some, some don't even go to the far step of, of trying to protect assets. They just want to know where, where the cutoff is, right? And so that is one of those things that um, the, the Medicaid spend down is, and, and this is very important for, for your listeners, the Medicaid spend down is the single greatest risk to retirement assets in the entire history of America. There is nothing that will cause your clients and your listeners to need to spend down ten to $12,000 a month for as far as the eye can see when somebody needs long-term care. And then the, the people needing long-term care are growing and uh, people going into facilities um, and having more home care and going into assisted living, all that's growing simply by uh, the sheer demographics of more and more people uh, reaching retirement and living healthier, living longer and uh, needing more care. Now, and- And we'll be back uh, to talk more about that problem so that you don't necessarily burn through 10 to 12 grand a month for in-home care or, you know, in in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, uh, places are sometimes double that. So what do you do? We'll, We'll give you solutions up next to the Medicaid planning problem. And, folks, if you have a question for Michael Anthony, 
who, who wrote the textbook on Medicaid planning, also give us a call at 800-321-0710. We're going to give you a book on Medicaid planning when you schedule and keep your no-obligation review. Protect your money for, for the people you love and the causes you love. We'll be back after these messages. It's always on your mind. Retirement, whether you're 55 or 35. Not everyone wants to work forever, and most would like a comfortable retirement. You may already have a plan, but is it the right one? Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback radio program, is ready to guide you towards financial freedom. He challenges the ways your parents and grandparents saved money with fresh strategies, which are exactly what you need to navigate today's volatile economic climate. Josh's new book, Retirement Reality Check, is available to order on Amazon. It's an easy read that guides you through his system for securing your financial freedom, including tax-saving strategies, understanding the right investment mix, and more. Order now. Retirement Reality Check from New York's financial quarterback. Then call Josh at 888-988-JOSH. Let Josh help you map out your retirement using fresh strategies. Call 888-988-5674. That's 888-988-5674. Hey, meet you out on the first tee? Yeah, I'll be right there, just reading this article. On what? New bill Congress passed. Looks like it's going to affect the value of all retirement savings plans. My financial guy didn't tell me about this when I saw him the other day. Well, my guy did, and we made a plan. You may have heard of him, Josh Jelinski. Josh Jelinski is your guy? Listen, if you're 10 years or less from retirement... Which I am. Josh will give you a free economic plan, which includes retirement planning, a 27-point checklist to make sure your income lasts as long as you live. He'll even help you navigate the current tax code. I'm definitely going to call Josh. Cool, but first, can we play some golf? Call Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback Radio Program, for your free economic plan. 888-988-JOSH. 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 quarterback We're with Michael Anthony talking about the Medicaid's planning uh, concept, Medicaid spend down. So, Michael, uh, and, you know, sometimes we get confused. So, OK, so if I'm married to my lovely wife 
And if I go on Medicaid, I have to spend all of my money except 128 grand or in uh, some cases 50% of 128 grand unless I'm in South Carolina. What is that 128 grand? Is that 128 grand cash in the bank account? Does that include home equity? Uh, well, how do you Josh, define me, that 128? Yeah, let me let me start off by saying it. I'm going to pick on you since you're the one that uses the example. You go into the nursing home leaving your lovely wife at home. You have to spend down to 128000 collectively. So that's everything in, in your name, everything in her name, and everything in your guys' name jointly. One thing that Medicaid does not respect or look at or care about whatsoever are pre- or post-nups. Right. So if you think, oh, I'm coming into a second, third marriage and I've got my assets and she's got hers. Um, Medicaid says, tough luck. We're going to add everything together, his, hers and ours. And then you have to spend that down to one hundred and twenty eight thousand. And what's even worse is that you, you when you do that. Right. It, you know, the, a lot of times those can be. IRAs, and most states do not protect IRAs unless you're, say, uh, in Florida or California. Some states have some IRA protections. Most states do not. So a lot of times you have to bleed those out when you're doing your spend down. Um, and the 128000 that can be anything, right? That can be an extra car. That can be uh, an extra piece of property. That can be cash, securities, annuities, whatever it is. It, it, it doesn't matter what it is. Uh, just if it's a, an available asset for the spend down, um, that's part of the hundred and twenty eight thousand. Okay. So, what about people say, yeah, you know, I got too much money for the Medicaid spend down. You know, I'm worth I'm worth a million dollars. Should they care? I'm worth well, five hundred thousand. Okay. Yeah, they, they, they absolutely should. So, you know, your first line of defense is always typically long-term care insurance. Uh, I, I am not here to encourage you to pursue a Medicaid plan over buying long-term care insurance because long-term care insurance, a good um, uh, partnership policy, which is a special type of policy that allows you to not only get your long-term care insurance but increase your protected amount, uh, so let's say your long-term care insurance policy pays out a quarter of a million until it's done, uh, and then you need to go on Medicaid. Instead of only having the $2,000 limit or the $128,000 limit, you actually get another quarter of a million. However much that policy pays out becomes an added uh, protected amount from your assets as well. So those kind of policies are really your kind of your silver bullet. But the problem is, is that people can't get them. Right. One of the biggest problems is, is and, and any long term care insurance salesman will tell you, they've got clients convinced to buy the policies and the insurance companies won't insure them. Because unlike the Affordable Care Act, which eliminated pre existing conditions from health insurance, long term care insurance is not health insurance. It's asset protection insurance. And there they can they can take any pre-existing conditions, family conditions, history that you have. You know, if you've got uh, anything in your your life or your family's life that would make it seem more likely that you will need to go in a nursing home, the insurance company can uh, den- deny you coverage for that. And so, a lot of times, people are just left completely uninsured. 
And then when most people want long-term care insurance, usually is the day after they got diagnosed with something that makes them feel like they're going to need to use it, which also, by the way, is the day they became ineligible for it because the insurance companies won't give it to them. So that leaves them completely and totally exposed. If you've got somebody with a half million to a million dollars worth of assets, and they're going to basically wipe out all of their savings and leave their spouse at home completely broke, that that person would be an ideal candidate either to do some advanced Medicaid planning uh, and use the Medicaid look back rules to their advantage. Or if they're in a if they you can actually do Medicaid planning, what we call crisis planning for somebody who's already in a nursing home spending down their their money. And there are various techniques that we have. Um, I, you can take the long course, which is about nine hours long, or, or, or just meet a good, solid, certified Medicaid planner who can help walk you through uh, those uh, techniques. But there's a number of them, and they can actually protect somewhere between 50 to 100% of all of your assets from the spend down um, using the rules that are currently in place. Uh, to protect certain assets or certain types of transactions. Uh, it's just understanding those rules. They're so complex uh, that you really need to have somebody that's uh, uh, invested in understanding how that works, guiding you through the process. So on the long-term care insurance, I get a call today from somebody. They go, Josh, my long-term care uh, went up. My premium's now seven grand a year. I'm, 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 in my 80s, I didn't need it. Why should they keep it? Like, uh, a lot of people say long-term care is a scam. You know, uh, what say you? You know, I'm not going to... I don't necessarily not, agree with that. I'm just saying, you know, that's, yeah, that's a big know. problem. I hear, you know. I hear that a lot, right? And, and a lot of times people come and say, well, why did I pay... Uh, you know, when they really want they, they really want their money back from long term care insurance is when they go on Medicaid and they're still drawing off their long term care insurance and they realize that the long term care insurance policy is just keeping what the state has to contribute towards the cost of their care down. So they realize they've been buying long term care insurance basically to protect the state, not themselves. Um, that's that's when there's a real buyer's remorse. But I'll tell you, I'm not here to badmouth long-term care insurance because if you have a policy and your policy is big enough uh, and you need it, boy, you're you know you don't sit there and go, gee, my house didn't burn down. Uh, why did I ever really need to pay those home in, you know owners premiums? Uh, uh, my car didn't get in a wreck. Why you know why did I need to insure that? No, we just know that the your risk of going into a long-term care facility if you reach age 65 or above is is up to 75%. If you happen to be one of the lucky 25% that didn't need it and paid for the insurance, just consider yourself lucky and blessed um, and and not that you've got a bad product. Um, So so that's the way I look at it. But what about – no, but really what about the people who say, well, I was supposed to pay $200 a month for my policy, $2,400 year premium when I signed up. Now I'm in my 80s and it's 70 500 a year a lot of companies right. are doing that because they got the inflation rider and and yes they could just stop the inflation bump and all that but but th- so, i think so that's where i hear yeah, some remorse there is and and so i would say two things number one on the side of keeping the insurance 7500 a year is certainly better than ten thousand dollars a month um, and, and on the side of of maybe reevaluating the insurance to see if it makes more 
sense, I would say talk to a Medicaid planner. Uh, take a look at what your Medicaid planning options are uh, and whether or not getting rid of that long-term care insurance policy may make sense if you are tight on cash. Because a lot of times, yeah, the, 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 one of the biggest problems with those is that the insurance companies really didn't do a good job underwriting those policies. They didn't have a, a very clear crystal ball in terms of what the aging in America was going to look like and what the cost of care was going to look like. So they didn't properly price those policies out when they were originally sold. And because the law allows them to universally increase rates across the board, the insurance companies would love it if those people would just uh, stop paying their premiums because then they can claim the entire policy as profit. At that point, no payouts necessary. But, uh, you know, you have to really do some analysis on whether that's right for the person. You have to also look at what that policy is doing. Is that going to give them more expanded opportunities to go into home care uh, or assisted living? Say if you're living in a state like Pennsylvania, uh, which, uh, you know, doesn't have Medicaid coverage for assisted living like you might have, uh, say, in New Jersey, you know, across the state line. So, you know, is that going to give you a better better quality of life in, in a place like Pennsylvania. You, you, a good Medicaid planner would be able to do an analysis of your finances, figure out what the shortest route would be to make you Medicaid eligible, and then what the net plus would be of getting rid of that policy versus keeping it. Yeah, my, my philosophy too, I, and I, maybe you know more about this, uh, I, I would think, yeah, what about the, the quality of care? If I, you know, somebody wants a really good experience, they don't want to – we'll talk about this. COVID, all these COVID deaths. If I have a plan, a COVID deaths in the nursing home, if I have a long-term care policy that gives me, I don't know, $300 a day with an inflation bump, am I going to be better cared for in a facility or can I pick a Cadillac facility? That would be a reason to keep it too. Uh, you know, if, if that happens, some people say, no, they don't do that. They can't discriminate. And other people say, yeah, well, they do. Cause, uh, you know, if you have a plan, you can actually get in home care and you can pay for all that. So we'll talk about that. So hold that thought, uh, Michael Anthony. And then for those of you who want to make sure your kids and grandkids get the money and not necessarily, um, not necessarily a nursing home. Give us a call, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674. We'll be back after these messages. Are you worried about the recent coronavirus crisis and how it may have affected your money? Hi, everybody. I'm Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback, inviting you to join me for my complimentary six ways to keep calm during Turbulent Markets webinar. If you schedule and keep your no-obligation webinar today at 888-988-JOSH. It's a great thing to do if you're stuck at home under stay-at-home orders. Call us right now, 888-988-JOSH. If you're bored, there's never been a better time to get a second opinion on your wealth than right now. 888-988-JOSH. 888-988-5674. And go to my website, retirementrealitycheck.com today and take your free investment profile quiz. And when you buy my book, you're eligible for three free gifts. 888-988-JOSH. Call Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback Radio Program. 888-988-JOSH. Sounds funny, but I just can't stand the pain. 
Girl, I'm leaving you tomorrow Seems to me, girl, you know I've done all I can You see, I beg, stole, and I borrow Yeah Ooh. That's why I'm easy With Michael Anthony and taking your calls on all things Medicaid, 800-321-0710. Yeah, so what about that? The quality of care. Am I going to get, I mean, you know, with Syndrome, I had a conversation with a client this week. And they want to be in a very nice assisted living facility that they've picked out in advance. How do you know that the long-term care is going to cover that? policy i mean or or are some you know i know new jersey supposedly has laws you can't discriminate on that stuff uh so they can't kick you out but can't they move you from a nice room to you know a room where you're sharing a room and uh maybe you have a little the other side of the nursing home so to speak uh you want to talk about that a little bit michael we can. Um, as a general rule, the quality of care does not diminish uh, when you are on Medicaid versus private pay. And in fact, a lot of times people will be both during the course of their stay. So you're, you go in the nursing home, you're in your bed, you private pay down until you reach your $2,000 asset limit or whatever your state limit is, uh, you go on Medicaid. Same bed, same quality of care. Your, your family sells your house because you're not coming back. Now, all of a sudden, you're above the limit, right? And now you're not qualified for Medicaid anymore, and you didn't talk to a Medicaid planner to protect any of that money, so you're just in the free fall spending. You spend back down to $2,000, um, you know, basically same bed, same quality of care. So, so someone can actually go back and forth themselves between uh, private mm. pay and Medicaid coverage, and the staff is actually, you're not coded a special way. They're, they're not allowed to discriminate on the quality of your care. There is the issue of, uh, you know, the shared semi-private room versus a private room. I, I've actually, a lot of times, people prefer the semi-private room. They actually want to be somewhere where they can socialize a little bit uh, because it helps them rather than feeling isolated. So that's usually not as big of an issue as you might think. But when it is, usually the family members can pitch in and and help bump them back into a private room if if that's something that they desire. And one of the ways they do that is they usually protect some of the patient's assets through a Medicaid eligibility plan. And then they've got a little slush fund on the side to help make sure that that patient is is got some extras in their life rather than being completely uh, destitute, broke, and, and have no choices. But in terms of most, most facilities, except most long-term care facilities, except Medicaid in America, as a matter of fact, Medicaid is the single largest pay source for long-term care in America. So if you add up Medicare, you add up private pay, you add up long-term care insurance, you add up any VA benefits that somebody might qualify for, um, and you add up all of those pay sources together, Medicaid eclipses them all Mm. um, and pays for for well over 50% of all long-term care in America. 
so the and you can't say, well, gee, 50, 60 percent of the people are getting substandard care. That would never sit with with anybody. So it, it, it you do have kind of some, you know, you get to pick your facility, too, by the way. So if you're not happy with a facility, you can move facility to facility while you're on Medicaid. You are not just stuck. But aren't there these assisted living facilities that are for the upper crust where they're specifically, you know, they're taking in. uh, I mean, I've heard from people who've worked in care, even in our area where they have some stricter rules protecting seniors that they, uh, you know, that they would they wouldn't be uh, caught dead in some of these facilities. And they would go to the ones that cost more or the ones that, you know, you know, there are some facilities in our area that are charging 200 grand a year. And that's the one that the ones in medicine want to go to. So they say, I, I would never go to this one. I want to go to that one. Why is that? Are they, uh, are they not accepting well, like- Medicaid and they're doing assisted living and then they have a Medicaid part of their facility? So they're... So they're bringing them in under a different guise. You know, usually they sell their homes and then they take their equity and then they pay like a certain monthly fee for uh, like an active adult part. Then they go to assisted living. Then they go to nursing home. You know, I, I think I think some of those are a little better from what I've yeah, heard. They, uh, they, well, yeah, of course. And, and so you're always going to have, you know, one of these things that uh, – um, you, you know, you're always going to have kind of a five-star kind of level environment that's available for the ultra-rich. And, and that's exactly what you're talking about there, is that there are a handful of facilities that are in, in the minority, maybe 10, 15 percent of facilities that don't, uh, specifically won't accept Medicaid. They are based on a private pay max dollar model. Uh, they're basically like you know, like taking, you know, the the, uh, the 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 luxury cruise liner, right? You know, there is no steerage uh, allowed. And uh, you're basically going to spend, you, and then they break down into a couple of different ways that you spend money. Some are what are called continuing care retirement communities that have massive, huge buy-ins. It can be seven, $800,000 up front, and then, you know, monthly trail fees, um, and then you also have some that are, are just pay as you go, but they're a lot more expensive than what the average uh, you know person would pay in a normal nursing home facility, and and those you know those do fit the needs of, of the super wealthy, uh, and and of course if somebody doesn't have kids that they are cared care about or, or a spouse at home that they care about, they, they're free to go into those facilities and, and live the high life. Actually, half of the people in those facilities don't really understand most of the benefits they get in those facilities just simply because of their cognitive impairment. Uh, but, you know, it's white glove treatment. If that's what they were used to during their lifetime, um, that's the case. But a lot of times if you're in, say, New Jersey and you've got uh, assisted living, most of those assisted living facilities now do accept Medicaid, but they'll make you private pay uh, for two years. You know, they'll, they, you have like a 24-month buy-in before they'll release a long-term care mm-hmm. Medicaid bed um, to you. So you've got to just, you know, you have to plan around that. And what that does yeah, is Yeah, but I mean, are there like, less deaths? For example, let's talk COVID, right? right? How many COVID deaths happened in those places versus the run-of-the-mill nursing home? I mean, is there yeah, any the thing, statistic the, on that? The thing is, is I, I haven't seen any statistics yet on that, except I've seen that uh, places are, are across the board have reported COVID uh, infections. 
And so that's the thing is COVID doesn't stop at the door and say, well, if you're paying $15,000 a month, we're just not going to we're not going to infect you here. Um, you know, it, it, COVID is not a respecter of, of wealth or privilege. And so that is one of those things that I've seen, but I've not seen to the to the rate that they've had infections yet. I don't think this, the statistics are out on that yet. Yeah. I mean, nursing homes, from what I've heard, represent at least 25 percent of all deaths. And that number may be a little misleading because I'm, I'm looking at this NBC News it says one in four, then it says one in 10. So I don't, oh, nearly one in 10 of all cases are nursing home cases. And one in four deaths are nurse. Who the heck wants to go? This is another thing I want you to bring up and, and really put the fear in God, of God in some of our listeners. You know, you basically, I've never had anyone tell me, hey, you know what? I want to go in a nursing home, but everybody ends up there. So you want to talk about that a little bit because that's a little <laughs> yeah, no, bit of a yeah, problem. No, there's I don't I haven't met anybody yet that wants to be in a nursing home or ever wants to get to one, right? The the nursing home issue is is simply just a matter of necessity in a lot of cases. Let's go back and take the the situation of the married couple. Um, I'm, I'm working with a law firm right now who has a, a very uh, particular case in mm. in Arkansas, and and talking to the 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 wife of the gentleman who has Alzheimer's, she's trying to care for him at home and doing her best, but it is taxing her abilities to the nth degree. And what we find is that caregiver stress is actually a real thing. It will destroy a lot of times the care provider when they are a loving spouse and they're trying to take care of that loved one. So in her case, we had long discussions about the fact that she needed to move him into a facility uh, and and get somebody to take care of him so that she could go back to just being a spouse, someone that could love on him and, and support mm-hmm. him but didn't have to be there to, to, to toilet him and try and help him in and out of the shower and all the things that she's been doing that have, have caused her so much stress. So at that point, it's not, you end up needing to uh, place uh, you know the family member into a care facility the care facility tends to be, especially, it, there's a kind of a, a cost-benefit uh, analysis that, that goes into it, right? You know, do they need 20 hours of care a week? Well, then it's probably okay to have somebody come into the home. Do they need, um, you know, do they need just help getting in and out of bed? Do they need assisted living? Where's their level of care? So the, the different types of facilities are basically kind of matching the impairment and level of care. Um, but once you get to the point where 24-hour skilled care is necessary, uh, the facility environment tends to be the best environment for that, barring the COVID instance, which obviously put a lot of our seniors in a kind of a ground zero infectious environment. Um, and, and and then, of course, you have bad policies like some of these governors that sent um, actively infected people back into the facilities and, and basically just kept that problem going when it could have been stopped. So so there is that. Under normal circumstances, though, uh, you know, the nursing home environment tends to be the most cost-effective way to care for the largest amount of people uh, and, and do so in a very humane and safe manner. But that may be the argument for a, a uh, long-term care policy because you can pay specifically – for the freedom to be in home, I, I know some of them even allow you to retrofit your house. 
put a ramp, get a nurse, get in-home care. And that's probably the number one reason to get a long-term care policy, correct? That's true. Absolutely true. And and I, like I said, I'm not going to badmouth long-term care insurance policies. Medicaid planners are here to help people that can't get yeah. them. Yeah, right. no, so, exactly. And we'll, and we'll so talk I, I, about more of that when we return. Folks, uh, if you have Medicaid questions, Michael Anthony is your Medicaid answers guy. And we're going to give you the Medicaid book at no charge. Uh, not not his $350 textbook, but a Medicaid book of your choice. 888-988-JOSH. 888-988-5674. We'll be back after these messages. Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback here. In these uncertain financial times, it is imperative that you guard your financial future. If you call within the next three minutes, we will offer our complimentary bear market survival guide, which will detail steps to help your plan to potentially survive the COVID-19 crisis. The bear market survival guide will cover how you might still be able to retire amid a volatile economic climate. We will throw in our complimentary 27-point ultimate game plan for retirement. Call us at 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674 for your bear market survival guide. Call Josh Jelinski, host of the popular financial quarterback radio program, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-JOSH. It's always on your mind. Retirement, whether you're 55 or 35. Not everyone wants to work forever, and most would like a comfortable retirement. You may already have a plan, but is it the right one? Josh Jelinski, host of the popular financial quarterback radio program, is ready to guide you towards financial freedom. He challenges the ways your parents and grandparents saved money with fresh strategies, which are exactly what you need to navigate today's volatile economic climate. Josh's new book, Retirement Reality Check, is available to order on Amazon. It's an easy read that guides you through his system for securing your financial freedom, including tax-saving strategies, understanding the right investment mix, and more. Order now. Retirement Reality Check from New York's Financial Quarterback. Then call Josh at 888-988-JOSH. Let Josh help you map out your retirement using fresh strategies. Call 888-988-5674. That's 888-988-5674. long-term care that's really why you need medicaid planning uh you need medicaid planning for that reason uh give us a call 888-988-JOSH if you need help so what do you do okay so you so you can't get long-term care insurance you're unhealthy 
Uh, people talk about, you know, give, do I give away all my money to my kids? Do I put everything in a trust. So talk to uh, the issue of gifting and trusts. Well, gifting is a unique issue in that there's a look-back period. That look-back period in 49 states is uh, 60 months, right, a five-year look-back period. Uh, California is the only state not to adopt that. They're still at a 30-month look-back period. And that look-back period says we're going to look back and see if you've transferred any assets, and we're going to penalize you for a transfer by making you ineligible for Medicaid once you're in a facility and apply for Medicaid. So it basically discourages transfers of assets unless you can transfer assets and wait out the 60-month period. So that's a form of Medicaid planning that we would refer to as the advanced planning technique, which is typically to transfer assets into a Medicaid asset preservation trust, which is a certain type of special irrevocable trust uh, that you would uh, put your assets in and, and start the waiting period. So you essentially take the look back period and turn it into a waiting period. You could so how all, old are you when you do this? So, do you want to do this when you're 70 so that, uh, you know, five years in, you're 75, 65, 70, you know, or do you want to wait till you're balance. 80 to do this? It, it's a balance, right? You, 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 if you start seeing the onset of some issues that will cause you to be concerned, uh, then obviously you want to get on it right away. Uh, what the biggest problem is, is that most people don't want to give up control of their assets, so they're very hesitant to do any gifting strategies, and then they wait too long holding on to those assets, and then they get to the point where their health declines, and then they ask the mm -hmm. Medicaid planner, well, can I give away all my assets, put them in an asset preservation trust? And they're like, well, wait, do you think you can wait five years before you go into a nursing home? And when the answer is no, typically you pivot and do something more in the crisis planning arena. And the crisis planning arena gives you uh, a number of different options uh, that, that you have that you can uh, use. We have a lot of things like uh, Medicaid-compliant annuities that allow us to shift assets into income for a healthy spouse. Um, we have a number of different strategies that can be more – that do not require uh, waiting out a five-year look-back period. So there's, there's a lot more that can be done uh, if you've got somebody in the nursing home today spending down assets and that nursing home accepts Medicaid, you can still do um, Medicaid planning, even if they've been in there for years. If they're still privately spending their money on care, there are asset protection techniques that take advantage of the rules that are in place for, for folks. And so um, you, you look at trying to do the least obtrusive way of protecting assets and the more time you have to spend on it, right, the healthier you are, the sooner you get on it. Uh, a lot of times most people will go into that uh, irrevocable Medicaid asset preservation trust right after they've been denied long-term care insurance, right? So they apply for their long-term care insurance. They think this is going to be the way I'm going to protect my assets. The insurance company comes back and says, sorry, we won't take you. That's when you start looking at putting your, your assets into an irrevocable trust. Uh, and that, that helps uh, pr protect them from the spend down. Oh, fantastic. So we're going to go to the phone lines. Who do we have? Ellen, you're on with Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. And folks, if you like what you're hearing, call us at 888-988-JOSH for the Medicaid planning book, 888-988-JOSH. 
We'll be back. Uh, not. Uh, we'll take uh, Eleanor's call. Go ahead. Um, what is his name again? Anthony. Does he have a telephone number? Michael Anthony. So yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll connect you to him and what he does uh, for sure. So if anybody wants to get a hold of Michael Anthony, okay. are your services available to That's the public, the consumers, Michael? Mm-hmm. So we we do offer some consumer services with help with um, Medicaid applications. Our company Trivicus, uh, Trivicus dot com, uh, T R I V I C U S dot com is is where people can access our our public services. I don't do retail Medicaid planning anymore, but I do work with a number of attorneys all across the country, and we have certified Medicaid planners uh, that that are available in all states. Well, my question is. Is eight is eighty five years old too old too old to go into a CCRC continuing care retirement community where you pay a lump sum of you you go in um, you go in uh, well and if you need assistance you go it has three levels if you need assistance you go into the system and then if you need more help you going to the nursing you have three levels but you must go in independent right and so the answer the generic answer is at 85 going into a continuing care retirement community probably is going to be a waste of money uh, depending on the huge buy-in um, and I would need to know probably a half hour's worth of questions to to, to figure out whether or not that's uh, uh, a correct answer for somebody's specific circumstances, but as a general rule, probably going to be a waste of money. And why I'm not a big fan of continuing care retirement communities is that even though they're supposed to care for you uh, from from independent all the way through to nursing homes, a lot of times they will uh, discharge you from their nursing home and, and require that you go somewhere else where you're in the Medicaid freefall for the spend down because they won't take you and won't, they won't keep you if you become combative or if you, if you, if you're, you know, your, your situation gets too bad that they don't want to keep you anymore. Um, and so I end up having to deal with them when they're coming out of those communities, even though they bought in thinking that they were going to be able to stay there for life. And so that's one of those reasons why I'm not a big fan. Uh, um, and those huge buy-ins, I think, uh, don't necessarily work out for everybody. Okay, well, we'll take our final break of the hour. We'll be back with your questions. Final thoughts with Michael Anthony on Medicaid planning. Uh, Get the Medicaid planning book when you schedule and keep your no-obligation review at 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-JOSH. And we can uh, refer you to a Medicaid planning expert uh, that's been trained by Michael as well. 888-988-JOSH. We'll be back after these messages. Hey, meet you out on the first tee? Yeah, I'll be right there just reading this article. On what? New bill Congress passed. Looks like it's going to affect the value of all retirement savings plans. My financial guy didn't tell me about this when I saw him the other day. Well, my guy did, and we made a plan. You may have heard of him, Josh Jelinski. Josh Jelinski is your guy? Listen, if you're 10 years or less from retirement... Which I am. Josh will give you a free economic plan, which includes retirement planning, a 27-point checklist to make sure your income lasts as long as you live. He'll even help you navigate the current tax code. I'm definitely going to call Josh. Cool, but first, can we play some golf? Call Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback Radio Program, for your free economic plan. 
888-988-JOSH. 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 Give us a call, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-JOSH for the free Medicare Medicaid book. Next up, we have Paul with a question for Michael Anthony, Medicaid expert. Good morning, Josh and Mr. Anthony. Mr. Anthony, very briefly, my sister has been in an assisted living uh, facility, a very nice one in Queens for several years. Now, from 2018 to 19, there was a program that they had dementia, the state would send, let's say for argument's sake, three or $400 a month to the facility to offset the cost that my sister would pay. I can't get in touch with anyone in Albany to see whether the program was renewed in the budget. Can you tell me how I can go about finding this out, please? I'm almost certain that program was not renewed, and and New York has really overhauled their entire uh, uh, home care and assisted living care program because of the $6 billion budget shortfall that they had before uh, the COVID thing. But uh, I would check with the uh, – uh, the, the state has a really good uh, website on that. And so just uh, – if you just Google uh, – New York Medicaid. They have a, a very in-depth uh, website that, that's actually probably one of the better state websites on Medicaid. But uh, off the top of my head, I, I'm, I'm almost certain that that's no longer there. Not 100% sure. So I'd have to look it up the same as you. Very yeah, and we'll check that in. You give us a call. We'll uh, off the air. We can get some of our Medicaid people on it, Medicaid attorneys, or, or talk to Michael. Uh, off the air when the show's over. So, uh, yeah, thanks so so much for the call. So, Michael, parting thoughts on this Medicaid hour, and what an hour has it been? I mean, I've learned a lot. I'm sure our listeners have. Uh, Parting thoughts. Just my parting thoughts are that, again, thank you for having me on. Um, My, you know, my message to your uh, your viewership is that uh, there's it's never too late to do long-term care Medicaid planning. Um, we're here uh, to help people. It's it's you know the insurance is your your first line of resort, uh, but if you can't get it, there is a there is a life after long-term care insurance if you're unable to get it or afford it, and you don't have to worry about uh, leaving your your spouse at home completely impoverished or letting uh, the cost of long-term care uh, wipe you out. There are so many options available, and there are people that are trained. Um, I train them, so I know that can help you protect your assets. Wonderful. Folks, give us a call, 888-988-JOSH. Uh, Michael Anthony's website is Trivicus, T-R-I-V-I-C-U-S.com, Trivicus.com. And thanks so much for joining us, Michael. We learned a lot, folks. Give us a call, 888-988-JOSH, as we help you navigate the hazy world of long-term care planning, et cetera. Give us a call, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674. We'll be back 
next with your calls all hour at 800-321-0710. So call us right now, 888-988-JOSH. We're offering a free COVID-19 webinar to protect you. The listener, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-JOSH. Tired of losing money in the stock market roller coaster? Frustrated with the government taxing you into oblivion? Worried about inflation? How do you prepare for so many financial uncertainties? Welcome to the show that will help you develop your game plan. The Financial Quarterback with Josh Jelinski. Josh is a noted financial advisor and president of the Jelinski Advisory Group. And he's here to answer your questions. Call into the show at 800-321-0710. Now let's kick off your financial future. Here's Josh Jelinski. Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback, and we have Jennifer. You're on live, uncensored, unscripted, taking calls at 800-321-0710. Go ahead, Jennifer. Hi, good morning. Um, thank you for taking my call. Yes. Um, my grandfather is 102 years old, lives in Newport Beach, California, and he's very healthy. So he's paid into a long-term care plan for... 30 plus years and he doesn't qualify to get the aid. <clears throat> it would be roughly $3,000 benefit, but since he feeds himself, takes his own medicine, bathes himself, those are the qualifiers to get it. If he doesn't qualify, do you have any suggestions? So he has a long-term care and he's not meeting the two out of six triggers. Have you yes, applied exactly. through the long-term care policy and get and got denied yet or I did a couple of years ago. I called and they said if he's still eating and doing the everything himself, then you don't qualify. You don't need us yet. Well, what is he, you know, the, the they're called activities of daily living. Yes. So uh, can he bathe himself? Yes. You know, can he dress himself? Yes, he does everything. And he's so independent and oh, stubborn. So he doesn't he does need... So he doesn't need right. care. Is he, does he have, dem- now, if you have a cognitive impairment, so let's say he can do no. everything, but he's losing it. It's dementia no, or Alzheimer's no. or, then that also triggers it. So he, yes. so, so it seems like he doesn't need uh, care yet. He doesn't need the care. He needs the money. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, long-term care is when you need the care, the money for the care to eat bathe, get dressed, toilet, transfer, and continence. So if he's incontinent and he needs help going around, that would kick in. Uh, That being said, uh, so he, does he have any money or is he broke? It's running out. So I've just started helping paying for the expensive living facility well, no no i would have him run out of money i wouldn't pay see this is the thing mistakes heirs make or, or relatives have them go to zero before you start helping because medicaid's okay. going to force them to spend their money anyway does that make sense yeah so uh... if you want to do something for him you know buy him a car because that's protected you know uh 
you know, uh, have him transfer the ownership of the home into your name and pay for his home expenses or something, you know, but don't, uh, you know, does he own his home outright cash? Can he take a reverse mortgage? No, he's living in a living facility, assisted living facility. He's been there a few years now. Okay. So, so basically their bills are high and can they kick him out if he's broke or no? That's a good question I should look into. Sorry, I don't know. I mean, and that's where, you know, maybe Medicaid would kick in. But it seems like he doesn't even need, you know, um, need that. But maybe you can get some, you know, governmental assistance if he if he has no money left. You know, if he has money yeah. left, because you're giving him money, you know, then then that could be a problem. Now, uh, the, the only thing, reason I would give him money is, let's say, they're going to kick him out because he's at a nice facility. But then I would work... Uh, some type of deal with them where they go after Medicaid because to be frank, if he, but it doesn't seem like he needs the Medicaid facilities just, but maybe they got to have protection so he doesn't go homeless, I guess. And obviously you want to care for your loved one. So I'm, I'm not suggesting anything inhumane. I'm just saying what people do is they don't realize that Medicaid will take every last dollar. So the, the point is, especially if it's the death of the second spouse. You know, if there's not another spouse involved or if it's a a widow or widower. So you have to be very, you know, you can't just say, I'm going to give them money so that they can keep, you know, their bank account or their dignity. Well, well, what'll end up happening is you'll be on the hook then, you'll be on the hook later, and then then they'll get their money too. So you kind of want him to spend down money so that when he becomes nursing home eligible, Medicaid's paying for it. And maybe that's what they're saying, that, you know, two out of six ADLs, uh, long-term care's not paying for it, Medicaid's not paying for it, so he might need a new facility. And that, that might be a reason to, I guess, pay so he doesn't, you know, get kicked out. But there's got to be maybe right. some governmental assistance. And if you want to call us, 888-988-JOSH, we can get some of our Medicaid planning experts uh, like Michael Anthony, others. We have, we have other Medicaid planning attorneys we've dealt with uh, who may have contacts in California that could help him. Okay? That would be great. Thank you so much for your insight. I appreciate it. And our Thank office you. number is 800 Our office number is 888-988-JOSH. And, uh, you know, if you, you or a loved one needs help, I'm, I'm not saying I have all the answers, but I'm the quarterback so we can find the person to give the ball to, to run with the ball. Find the right running back uh, so that your loved one is okay. But, yeah, that's an interesting uh, dilemma. He doesn't have – so he has no equity. Does he have any assets? Well, he has uh, about twenty five k in a stock fund, which okay. he just needs to spend that. I don't know why I'm assisting. Well, that's my point. He needs to spend that down to zero. Because okay. if if he really does need care, but case in point, if he really does need care, the government will pay for it, you know, if okay. it's spent down. So you might as well spend it down. So all he has to his name is twenty five grand in stock and a long term yes. care policy. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. And he has a long term care policy. Yes. And no equity and just twenty five grand to his name. Yes. 
then he really shouldn't even have a long-term care policy, to be honest. Long-term care policy is when you have assets you don't want to spend down. Now, you could help him with that so he theoretically has maybe better care. I, I disagree with the, with the guest. I think those people do get better care or, or there's more money available for their care. But, you know, I, you don't see when, when you see these pictures of the people dying in nursing homes. But you know what, though? Uh, COVID isn't discriminatory. So but you generally see some of these acute subacute rehabilitation centers. It's, it's, it's sad what happened. So give us a call, folks. 888-988-JOSH. Next up, we have Catherine. You're on with Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. Oh, good morning, Josh. Uh, I was wondering if you could help me with uh, a book for my grandson. He's in college, and he's studying a business um, business major and uh, investments. He's very interested in investments. And I was wondering if you could recommend investment books for him. Okay. Well, uh, I'm – it's interesting. I don't – uh, one, my book, Retirement Reality Check. Number two, there's a book by our guest last week, Bob Castiglione, uh, pronounced Castellone, probably Castiglione, but, uh, you know, Castiglione, C-A-S-T-I-G-L-I-O-N-E. It's called The Lifetime Economic Acceleration Process, The Key to Financial Success. That is a fantastic book. Um, and it was written in 2005. So give us a call, 888-988-JOSH, and we could help him also. We, we have a lot of young people that we give a free review to. Um, Warren Buffett always says one of the books that was critical to his success was a book called The Intelligent investor by Ben Graham. It's kind of old and I don't know if it still applies today, but there's a lot of wisdom in that book. Uh, There's a book, Killing Sacred Cows by Garrett Gunderson that's interesting. Um, I'd probably start out with the Leap book. Uh, I would also start out with a free review at 888-988-JOSH. I'd start out with my book, Retirement Reality Check. Um... You know, there are, there are tons of books. Uh, there was a guy, I mean, there, there's a lot of good books. Uh, we have a ton. Uh, Ed Slot, anything by Ed Slot, S-L-O-T-T, I like. Anything by Tom Hegna, who's going to be coming on in a few weeks, I like. Um, you know, there's a lot of things. Any Any specific subject of investing? Well, I imagine he's just interested in uh, right now. I mean, I don't think he'd be interested in retirement. You know, he's so young. But I imagine he'd be interested in, in uh, making money, investing and making money with it. On the, so, well, that's uh, interesting. I would say, on the contrary, you want to begin with the end in mind. So you want to really? be tax smart. Oh, yeah. I mean, you want to focus on if you're 20, how much do you think taxes are going to be? to pay for everything the government wants and everything the people want. Our our government is going broke and we're in such debt. And now people want to spend more money on other things. So Mm -hmm. I would say definitely focusing on 
uh, retirement planning. So my book, oh. even though it's called Retirement Reality Check, we have a whole section on millennials and beginning with the end in mind. Uh, oh, and, that's good. Yeah, well, how and do I get your book? You go to Amazon. You go to retirement. All righty. Or you go to retirementrealitycheck.com, although there there is a, a glitch there this week. So you can buy my book on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or uh, wherever books are sold. And if you buy the book, you actually get three free gifts from us. He gets oh, a consultation great. for free. Um, oh, and then, I mean, there's a ton of books that are good. I mean, Random Walk is is a classic. Uh, not 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 saying that I necessarily agree with everything it says. Uh, Dan Solon has some good books. Uh, I mean, there's a whole library that I would. But but I actually think you begin with the end of mind. If you're young, and you're not making as much money, you want to do a Roth IRA, or you want to do a Roth 401k, and all that mm-hmm. growth for 40 or 50 years will grow tax free. So you want to begin yeah. with the with the fact that if I need this money, um, mm-hmm. I also uh, there was a book. Oh, we had the author on in January. It was very small, but it was an amazing book. Uh, I will get you that book after the first break of the hour. Okay, I I, I totally. Steve Siebold was one of the authors of it. And I'll give give you that book if you schedule and keep a no obligation review. It was called How Money Works, Stop Being a Sucker. That was a great primer. That's a very simple book. But buy my book too, of course. But uh, I don't want to just say, uh, you know, my I don't just want to promote myself. Rich Dad, Poor Dad's a good book as well. So uh, there's a lot there. So call us and uh, we'll give you the How Money Works, Stop Being a Sucker book when you schedule and keep your no obligation review and go to Amazon, get retirement reality check and you're eligible for three free gifts, okay? What are those three free gifts? You get one hour complimentary webinar. And when I say webinar, this is not like 100 people are in the webinar. It's you and me. get to ask any question from the privacy of your own home. So call us, 888-988-JOSH. We'll be back after these messages. Are you worried about the recent coronavirus crisis and how it may have affected your money? Hi, everybody. I'm Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback, inviting you to join me for my complimentary six ways to keep calm during Turbulent Markets webinar. If you schedule and keep your no-obligation webinar today at 888-988-JOSH, it's a great thing to do. If you're stuck at home under stay-at-home orders, call us right now, 888-988-JOSH. Josh, if you're bored, there's never been a better time to get a second opinion on your wealth than right now. 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674. And go to my website, retirementrealitycheck.com today and take your free investment profile quiz. And when you buy my book, you're eligible for three free gifts. 888-988-JOSH. Call Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback Radio Program, 888-988-JOSH. Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback here. In these uncertain financial times, it is imperative that you guard your financial future. 
If you call within the next three minutes, we will offer our complimentary bear market survival guide, which will detail steps to help your plan to potentially survive the COVID-19 crisis. The bear market survival guide will cover how you might still be able to retire amid a volatile economic climate. We will throw in our complimentary 27-point ultimate game plan for retirement. Call us at 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674 for your bear market survival guide. Call Josh Jelinski, host of the popular financial quarterback radio program, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-JOSH. the beach give us a call 888 josh i'm a frustrated disc jockey of oldies music but for some reason bob and i who picks out all the songs he picks out virtually every song that i would pick out so we have a, a good kindred spirit with when it comes to music selection so who do we have folks give us a call 800-321-0710. You're calling us on our listener call online. Go ahead. Gene, go ahead. Hi, how are you? Hi. I have a question. Um, my dad is uh, was in assisted living. We took him out. He has Lewy body dementia. Uh, we started the Medicaid process. Uh, well, we want to start the Medicaid process. We started, my, my mom and dad, um, you know, Uh, All the assets or whatever they have is really um, in my mother's name at this point, and um, we're trying to get him Medicaid ready. And I hear that in October there's going to be, we're in New York, um, a lot of changes to Medicaid. Do you know anything about that? No, I'm not. not, uh, I mean, I think as you age, uh, it's going to be worse, you know, because... More and more people are going to be going on the government dime. So basically, what I see happening is instead of it being a five-year look back, it's going to be a 10-year look back. So basically, rich people who – now, that's not uh, in works yet. But here's the thought, right? Like, okay, so rich people or people who have money give all their money to their kids – They pop it all in a trust, and then the government pays their medical bill. You know what I mean? And they don't buy long-term care insurance. So that's what's happening with a lot of people. So I think, ultimately, conservatives and liberals are going to say, well, you know, it's kind of like cheap. (laughs) So we're going to get rid of that. So the time to act on this stuff is now 
before they change the law and grandfather it in. And you might be 70 and perfectly healthy. You might be 68 and perfectly healthy. But life can change in an instant. I mean, my, both of my parents died at 71. And my mother was in a nursing home in her 60s for a period because she had so many broken vertebrae she couldn't move and no one could take care of her. And, you know, we took care of her. Uh, thankfully, my darling sister, uh, Jess, basically nursed her for the last so many months of her life. But what if all your kids are working to provide for their family? You know, if we didn't have Jessica, we'd be really... We would have been in a bad way. So the, uh, the Medicaid expansion, what I'm reading is Medicaid expansion will wind down. Um, so that's some of what will wind down with Medicaid. But And there's uh, various things that will go away. Hospital presumptive eligibility will go away as a result of the Affordable Care Act. All states created a hospital presumptive eligibility process. HPE allows specific employees within hospitals to make immediate medically eligibility determinations. HP is set to be repealed effective January 1, 2020. From a Medicaid eligibility perspective, its removal is assumed to have minimal impact. So that's one change. There are going to be some system upgrades in technology and States will redetermine Medicaid for the expansion population every six months. Currently, most states require patients to recertify Medicaid coverage every 12 months. The AHCA, however, requires expansion applicants to recertify every six months beginning October 1, 2017. If hospitals are proactive in processes to identify, this change may have a little impact. So, I mean, what I'm seeing is um, retro Medicaid will go away. Basically, there are 10 critical Medicaid trends to watch, according to Marie Hines of Parallon.com. And they have something called the American Health Care Act proposal, which uh, has monumental changes. And there are 10 critical Medicaid trends to watch. So it's, uh, there's going to be more skin in the game for enrollees. Medicaid expansion will wind down. Uh, it could increase the uninsured rate, emergency department visits, and uncompensated care. I mean, basically, you're going to have a crisis because boomers did not do the planning uh, that they were supposed to do. So their parents did, but they did not. They did not save enough money. Now, that's one of the reasons why you should consider long-term care insurance. You should also look at uh, annuities with long-term care riders, life insurance with an accelerated death benefit rider, all that stuff. So give us a call, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-JOSH. Any other questions on that, Gina? Um, well, I, I'm, you know, I'm 52. My husband's 55. We were thinking about looking into long-term care insurance now because – my parents did do planning, and, you know, my mother has a great policy. It's actually uh, a forever policy, so HUS doesn't expire. Unfortunately, my dad, who needs the care, um, will expire in about a year and a half, uh, probably less. So uh, thank God they did it because they're actually dipping, both dipping into it because they're both not well. Um, 
he's worse than her at this point. But we're thinking about doing it now. Um, is there, you know, I, I mean, I, I do have a call into you, but is there any um, specific policy that you would have in mind for us? We're, I mean, we're only in our early 50s, but I, I don't want my kids to ever have to worry about what to do with us and how to take care of us like my brother and I are worrying about my, my parents, you know. Sure. Well, we have to look at your whole picture. I mean, we may. One of the things I like is a long-term care rider or accelerated benefit rider added to a life insurance policy because the premiums on the life insurance are guaranteed never to go up. You can pop the life insurance in a trust, so you can kind of do all these Medicaid planning techniques that Michael Anthony was talking about. That's probably option one. Uh, but now I we also have life insurance. Do, yeah, Could but you, you add that on an existing policy? Maybe, maybe not. But if you have like 300 grand, it's not enough or 200 grand. And if you have term, you know, you need to have like, you know, a million dollars in a permanent life insurance policy to to properly fund it or half a million. So we would go over. Now, you could also look at traditional long term care, which at your age is going to be fairly inexpensive. And the whole reason I would do that is so you have in-home care, because I don't know about you after seeing all these. COVID-19 nursing home deaths. It's like, who the heck wants to be there? You know, so if you can buy an insurance policy and hire a nurse, maybe better. Now, I want to be clear here. uh, Many nursing facilities are great. It's not too, it seems like nowadays you got to qualify everything. Uh, Of course, there are great people in nursing homes. There are great care facilities. I know of a client who runs one. She, and she is a very caring individual, one of the most caring people you'd ever meet. So I, I think the, uh, the, you know, we always hear the horror stories. You don't hear the good stories. But that being said, you know, you have insurance, so you have planning. And, you know, $100,000 whole life policy is not going to cut it for long-term care. So there has to be a blend of long-term care, also trust planning, and the like. Okay, so give us a call. 888 Josh, love to meet with you. Any other questions? No, thank you so much. Thank you, and we'll look forward to meeting with you. Uh, folks, give us a call. 888 Josh, who do we have next? 888 Josh. Uh, we're going to go to the phone lines at 800 0710 if you have questions on stocks bonds annuities mutual funds whatever question you have no question is a dumb one except the one that you do not ask so give us a call 888 josh for a free review and you're eligible for three free gifts first the 27 point ultimate financial game plan for retirement We'll go over asset protection strategies, tax mitigation strategies, tax reduction strategies, also growth and income strategies, and ways to potentially protect your money in these uncertain times. So give us a call, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674. We'll be back after these messages. It's always on your mind. Retirement, whether you're 55 or 35. Not everyone wants to work forever and most would like a comfortable retirement. You may already have a plan, but is it the right one? 
Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback radio program, is ready to guide you towards financial freedom. He challenges the ways your parents and grandparents saved money with fresh strategies, which are exactly what you need to navigate today's volatile economic climate. Josh's new book, Retirement Reality Check, is available to order on Amazon. It's an easy read that guides you through his system for securing your financial freedom, including tax-saving strategies, understanding the right investment mix, and more. Order now. Retirement Reality Check from New York's Financial Quarterback. Then call Josh at 888-988-JOSH. Let Josh help you map out your retirement using fresh strategies. Call 888-988-5674. That's 888-988-5674. up the rice in the church where a wedding has been lives in a dream waits at the window wearing the face that she keeps in a jar by the door who is it for all the lonely people where do they all come from all the lonely people where do they all belong Father Mackenzie, writing the words of a sermon that no one will hear. No one comes near, look at him working, donning his socks in the night when there's nobody there. What does he care, all the lonely people? Where do they all come from? All the lonely people. Paul McCartney. Beatles are just, uh, you know, they were a uh, gift of divine interaction for for 10 years, although they probably did more damage, I guess, than good long term. But their music was great. So uh, who do we have? Hector, you're on with Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. Hi, Josh. Good morning. Josh, uh, my father is 91 years old. Um, my parents uh, owned a home. Uh, and, uh, three years ago, they sold it. My mother passed away last year. Uh, he's being taken care of by my sister at home. Uh, there's no more money left over. Uh, we've been spending a lot of money on uh, home care. We have a we pay ladies to come in and take care of him. Um, but we we want to uh, apply for Medicaid, and, and some, uh, we've been told that you have to wait five years. Um, it's been three years. Uh, he's 91, and he cannot take care of himself. Uh, he needs to be dressed. He needs to be bathed. He, he's got Parkinson's now. Uh, he Actually, taking care of my mother wore him out. Uh, it was very difficult. Um, and you and know I, what? That's the number one. And I, I want to get to your question, but it just brings up a point. A lot of people say it can't be me. I don't want to go into a nursing home or I don't want to go into assisted living. But it's it, sometimes for the for the second spouse, because that really takes a toll on the caretaker physically. Uh, so sometimes you get long-term care so that your spouse doesn't develop health issues. 
So that's a really good uh, point. But uh, continue, sorry to interject. Yeah, that's an, that's an excellent point, and, and I will talk to you about that for myself and my wife. But right now we have to take care of my father. Um, there, like I said, there's no money left over. He had he he didn't make a lot of money. So he has no money. No, he has. Then no then, then you need to start applying for Medicaid. Then if there's no money. Right, but what happened was three years ago he sold the house, and whatever he made, he spent it on on home care, and he gave some to the kids. Well, if he has no money, you got to apply to Medicaid. Now they may claw back on some of the gift money, but so be it. You know he needs care, so you give some of the money back unless you spent it. Well, then if you spent it, you're, you know, you're going to be on the hook for some of that money. They'll assess you, but like, uh, you know, I would apply for Medicaid. Get a Medicaid uh-huh. attorney so okay. that you don't make any mistakes in the process. They're worth the money. You know, uh, I've had people that they're heirs. So like, let's say you, you know, then the Medicaid facility comes back after the kids. And so you got to be careful. So, but I would this week call us, call us today, 888 josh We'll get you in touch with a Medicaid attorney. So you need a financial, good financial advisor, good financial quarterback. That's me. And then we need to refer you to also to a Medicaid attorney. And even with COVID and all this, everything can take place via Zoom. We are seeing an enormous amount of productivity with our secured web calls. So if you can type in, you know, join, go to meeting or whatever, Zoom or whatever software we use, it's secure. Um, You can go in there and we can have a secure private meeting. So call us, 888-988-JOSH. And we have a lot of people who are older and they're not as tech savvy. Have your kids help you. It's better than driving and then... We're in a mask and, you know, here's the other thing, Mr. President, I'm calling on the president because he, he apparently he listens sometimes. And I'm hoping that Mr. President, we need a small business relief act. Uh, we did not get, we were supposed in the Republican version, we were supposed to have a liability protection bill for businesses. So if people got coronavirus they would be exempt from litigation. So uh, it's basically, and all legislatures need to have a coronavirus liability immunity bill. That needs to pass. And um, apparently uh, Democrats are blocking that. So it's absurd. I, I don't I do not know why they want all these, you know I don't know why any politician wants all these small businesses to go under. So right for Walmart and Amazon to get bigger, but you know what? If you're a mattress company, if you're a gym, if you're a hair barber, they want you to go under so you're on the government dole. This is what this is about. It's horrible. Because if it was about protecting everybody The first thing, and this is all Congress, Republicans and Democrats, they would do is pass a coronavirus bill 
that would uh, have liability protection for business owners who reopen due to coronavirus. So, um, you know, it's craziness. So, uh, because we, we got to get back to work, people. Now, for us, and we have a whole plan, you know, temperature scanning, uh, tracing of people who come and go from our office, uh, disinfection services already. I mean, we're, we, we're an essential business, so we've been thinking through this already. But, I mean, the majority of small businesses need liability protection. Now, Democrat Chris Coon says he wants it, so that's good. But uh, Speaker Pelosi and... Uh, Senate Democrat leader have rejected Republicans' demands, but some rank-and-file Democrats say it could be, be appropriate in certain circumstances. So, Kuhn says, the simplest and most powerful solution to liability protection is to have a science-based enforceable standard for the protection of employees and consumers. So, yeah, you know, there, there are ways that you could do it. You wear masks, you have plexiglass. But I don't know why large multinational corporations can be protected like Walmart, Amazon, Costco, but I can't. What say you? Give us a call, 800-321-0710. Who do we have uh, calling us on our listener-inspired hotline at 800-321-0710? We got Bob. Okay, went on a little tangent there. But liability protection for small business this week. Bill should be passed. Okay, go ahead, Bob. Uh, um Josh, great program. Uh, I'm a retired accountant, so I do a lot of research. Uh, it would seem to me that if you have the money, and we're in our 80s, that you should be able to take a good amount and invest that in an annuity, and the return for people in their 80s is quite substantial. I realize the lifespan is not probably as long as it we would like, but the point is you would have the comfort of that type of uh, monthly income. Uh, just what your thoughts are on that. No, I, I, uh, I agree completely. You're a genius. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is, okay, there are annuities. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Well, I'm 83 and my wife's 80. Yeah, there are also QLACs where you could put like 125 grand into a QLAC at 70 Avoid your RMD, and then you get like forty grand a year for life, or some astronomically high number. Now you don't use the money for fifteen years, but that's a good like supplement for long-term care. Is an annuity because the income lasts as long as you do, and then if you don't go into long-term care, you use it. Also, there are riders for that uh, that sometimes are available for additional fee. Now annuities come with certain fees, expenses, surrender charges, so you want to make sure you learn all that before you do it. But Definitely a way to protect yourself. More income. The solution to money problems is more money. <laughs> right? That's the solution. So annuities give you more income. Now they have their problems, but for this, it's it's definitely a valid. Uh, how do you know so much, Bob? This, this, my opinion is that these uh, so-called senior facilities and uh Assisted living facilities, they're outrageous in terms of dollar costs. Uh, they literally expect people to sell their homes 
which is roughly six seven hundred thousand, and buy an mm. apartment, which is can't be worth more than two two fifty to three hundred, and they exchange that as one mm. for one, and then they have these costs that you you're well aware of, which go anywhere from three to thousand five hundred per person to seven thousand a. Uh, per person per month, which is outrageous, and I just feel sorry for anyone that gets caught in these things because I don't think, obviously, they're getting uh, the type of advice that you give every weekend. Yeah, I, I would much rather, and this is an people get worried about it. What you're saying is, hey, pop the money into an annuity, and just pay your nurse to come in home. Don't deal with all that mess. Don't sell your home and give them all your equity. I would agree with you under the following conditions. One, you got to have a good nurse who will work in home. That's very hard to find or some caretaker. But, yeah, you could certainly pay for those people out of the income. Um, and, and they serve a place. Like I said, I know some really good facilities. Uh, and then maybe they have an extra level of care. But, no, wonderful, Bob. So uh, any other comments before we go for the break? No, except to say that uh... – I don't, I don't know why people would ever be attracted to reverse mortgages because they're compounding the interest on the rollover of interest every year or so. Yeah, Very I'm dangerous. not in love with the Very reverse dangerous. mortgage unless you have no money. So let's say that we had this uh, lady whose relative was in California and he had 25 grand to his name, right? And uh, he should be on Medicaid. But... Let's say that guy had 25 grand to his name and a $600,000 house. Well, rather than impoverishing your kids, that's where you use a reverse mortgage. Does that make sense? Like, I mean, when it's your last dollar to spend. You know, when you have no other money and no way to take care of you for that purpose. Um, because Medicaid will make you spend down your house anyway, so you might spend it down. So that's where uh, there are some valid reasons but definitely, you know, you got to watch the fees on a reverse mortgage for sure. Okay. So give us a call, folks. 888-988-JOSH. 888-988-5674. We'll be back after these messages. Hey, meet you out on the first tee? Yeah, I'll be right there. Just reading this article. On what? New bill Congress passed. Looks like it's going to affect the value of all retirement savings plans. My financial guy didn't tell me about this when I saw him the other day. Well, my guy did, and we made a plan. You may have heard of him, Josh Jelinski. Josh Jelinski is your guy? Listen, if you're 10 years or less from retirement... Which I am. Josh will give you a free economic plan, which includes retirement planning, a 27-point checklist to make sure your income lasts as long as you live. He'll even help you navigate the current tax code. I'm definitely going to call Josh. Cool, but first, can we play some golf? Call Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback Radio Program, for your free economic plan. 888-988-JOSH. 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 Are you worried about the recent coronavirus crisis and how it may have affected your money? Hi, everybody. I'm Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback, inviting you to join me for my complimentary six ways to keep calm during turbulent markets webinar. If you schedule and keep your no obligation webinar today at 888-988-JOSH, it's a great thing to do. If you're stuck at home under stay at home orders, call us right now, 888-988-JOSH. If you're bored, there's never been a better time to get Get a second opinion on your wealth than right now. 
888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674. And go to my website, retirementrealitycheck.com today and take your free investment profile quiz. And when you buy my book, you're eligible for three free gifts. 888-988-JOSH. Call Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback Radio Program, 888-988-JOSH. Quarterback, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-JOSH. Next up, Juana, your head. Go ahead. Yeah, my question. Yeah, my question is about the 401K that I have in my job because I'm not sure that I'm going to go back to work because I get sick. And people telling me that I have to close the account because I'm not working there anymore. And I would like to know if I could leave it in the company working for me until later years, like until I be maybe 80 years old. Oh, you mean your 401k for sure. You can let the compound and grow. You'll probably have to take RMDs. Uh, you also may want to look at an IRA rollover. Uh, typically, the problem with 401ks today is a limited menu, a limited menu of options. Does that make sense? So yeah, what is the best for me? Well, the best for you, uh, we, we would have to meet with you and go over it. But generally speaking, uh, so long as you're okay with paying a fiduciary management fee to have a fiduciary monitor your account, it's best to have a fee-based fiduciary manage that IRA for you unless, uh, you know, there's certain consideration like fees, et cetera, FINRA has a rollover guide we can give you whether an IRA rollover is right for you at 888-988-JOSH. But, I mean, I believe you should have freedom of investing choice. I believe in freedom of choice. Freedom of investing choice, that is. Because yeah. now I don't you. work in that company no more. That's the problem. Yeah. They say. So, so my point is why, um, you know, why, why keep it there? You know what I mean? Okay, I understand. My point is, like, why keep your money with your former employer? Makes very little sense. So turn the radio down real quick if you have more questions. We got it because I I hear my voice in the background and it's quite disturbing. (laughs) So any other questions? Okay. Yeah, but I understood very clear now what to do. The rollovers is one way. Who are asked for the rollover? My well, bank. call us. Or, we or. could call you at eight. Call us at eight 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 nine eight eight Josh. We then call the four hundred one k company and figure out the process. Oh. But we also got to figure out before you even do that if it's right for you. So it may be based on what you're saying. But but here's the thing: when you have a four hundred one k, and this is a problem I see with four hundred one k's around the globe, around the country is people have 401ks and they have a limited array of investing options, which I find particularly uh, putrid. So I want, I want you to have as many choices as you can to go conservative, moderate, 
or aggressive, if that's so your desire, okay? So give us a call, 888-988-JOSH. We'd love to meet with you, 888-988-5674, okay? Yeah, and, thank you uh, very much, yeah. Any other questions, Juana? I just want to know if you have office in New York. For me to go and visit. You yeah. Know, where you yeah. Now, during the, this uh, COVID thing, we are offering a free COVID-19 webinar. So do you have a, a computer? Can you type in www.blank.com? Oh, I could do that, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, so all you need is a phone and a computer. Call us at 888-988-JOSH. And for those of you who are internet-challenged, we could even do just a conference call for the first uh, talk, okay? Okay, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I mean, there's only through the phone. There's not office to go face-to-face. Well, we do have face-to-face. Uh, we're probably going to be back uh, soon face-to-face when the governors tell us. Uh, I mean, we're an essential business, so we can. But in the interest of protecting our consumers, now, if you need somebody to meet with you face-to-face, we can accommodate that because we're essential. Uh, so call us at eight 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 nine eight eight Josh. But uh, the first meeting should be a should be a secure webinar anyway. That way we get to know you a little bit, you get to know us a little bit, okay? Yeah. And it's no okay. charge for the first meeting. So give us a call eight 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 nine eight eight Josh, okay? Yeah, I got the phone. Thank you, thank you. That's some okay. good advice. Thank you thank very you much. Thank you so much, Bye-bye. folks. Give us a call eight 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 nine eight eight five six seven four. We'll be back after these messages. Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback here. In these uncertain financial times, it is imperative that you guard your financial future. If you call within the next three minutes, we will offer our complimentary bear market survival guide, which will detail steps to help your plan to potentially survive the COVID-19 crisis. The bear market survival guide will cover how you might still be able to retire amid a volatile economic climate. We will throw in our complimentary 27-point ultimate game plan for retirement. Call us at 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674 for your bear market survival guide. Call Josh Jelinski, host of the popular financial quarterback radio program, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-JOSH.
is Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. We've talked a lot about Medicaid planning today, also planning for the people you love and the causes you love. So call us for our free gift today. When you buy my book, Retirement Reality Check, simply by going to Amazon and emailing us proof that you bought the book, Retirement Reality Check, you get three free gifts. If you buy my book or if you schedule a no-obligation review, what are those gifts? Number one, an income plan that lasts as long as you do. Discussion. So we have a calculator that will show you how much income you will get from various sources. Number one. Number two, a 27-point ultimate financial game plan for retirement. And number three, we will analyze your holdings in these uncertain times. Just because the market went back up does not mean we will not have rougher waters ahead. I see that we problems on the horizon, particularly in July, as new unemployment numbers are released. As the PPP numbers run out, what are they going to do? When all these people don't go back to work? Or what about people who say, you know what? I'd prefer to make, you know, X number a week doing nothing, getting paid to be unemployed. So we got to end this incentivization of people to not work. It's going to be detrimental to society. Now, I'm all for a safe and smart reopening. Like I said the other week, I don't know if you heard me, we went to the beach the first day the beach was open, people were not social distancing, and I was going, <coughs> oh, that doctor at the hospital was sure nice. I was, my kids got a kick out of it. I was making, you know, and then people heard me, and then they, then they enforced some distance. But you got to realize, you know, hey, we're not out of the woods yet. We could have coronavirus wave two. We could have an October surprise uh, unlike any other. Second wave of corona, all that stuff. Um, we already are hearing uh, new outbreaks a little bit. So be safe, be smart. Call us at 888-988-JOSH for complimentary webinars and be a lover of liberty and truth, justice, liberty in the American way. So give us a call, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-JOSH. Happy Juneteenth to all of you who celebrated the last state to give emancipation and freedom uh, some two years after the Emancipation Proclamation. So uh, we salute uh, those celebrating freedom all uh, day yesterday, June 19th, probably going to become a federal holiday pretty soon. So. And it should. So give us a call, folks. 888-988-JOSH. 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 Call us for the three-for-one special. 888-988-JOSH.